0: Hello everybody, I'm Chris Edwards, I'm the CSR and Diversity Director at Travis Smith and I'm so genuinely delighted to be introducing this podcast that we're doing as part of Pride season. I'm here with one of my very good friends and a wonderful human being, it's Dr Rakesh Anand and he's going to be talking to us about LGBT inclusion in medicine and also different parts of who he is and how that manifests as to where he works. I know people are nosy, and I would love people to hear more about who you are. Tell us.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm Rakesh and I'm a dermatology consultant. So I, I'm a doctor who specializes in skin and skin diseases. So I specialize in all aspects of skin and skincare. I cover um, lots of different skin conditions. And at the moment, I'm specializing in skin cancer and advanced skin surgery, so that's my field of expertise. Okay.
0: Before medicine, what what was your experience? Where did you grow up? So um
1: actually, my parents moved around quite a lot, so we were born I was born in Bedford, and then my parents moved around a fair bit growing up, and then they settled in Leicestershire. Um, and we were in quite rural Leicestershire, actually, um, and we were the only um, Indian family around, and we still probably are, actually, and my parents still are. Um, and then I came to uni at age 18 um, and I desperately wanted to come to London and kind of escape that kind of small town, small village mentality.
0: Um, and uh, that's a great LGBT story, isn't it? Sort of escaping, <laughs> escaping, but thinking about where do I want to be? Where can I see more people like myself? And you moved from Bedford to London to study.
1: So actually, I moved from uh, Leicestershire to London oh, Leicestershire. to study oh. psychology initially. Um, mm-hmm. So I did my undergraduate in psychology um, in London and completed that and decided wasn't really 100% sure what I wanted to do with my life actually. I loved my degree in psychology and what I loved about it is the people I met and um, I always thought I wanted to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist um, but then I thought I'd go into medicine because it'd give me more opportunities. I could be a psychiatrist. I'm also very nosy and like to know lots of things about people Um, but then just things happen and you meet people and you change your plan and your journey. So yeah, I'm now a dermatologist.
0: So you're now a dermatologist. Tell me, what does that mean day to day?
1: So um, as I said, I specialise in all aspects of skin uh, disease and skin conditions. So I see patients on a daily basis, either in a clinic to diagnose a skin condition or I see them on a surgical list where I'll remove skin cancers, or I will do biopsies to diagnose skin conditions. Um, A lot of my job is talking and communication. So um, I love what I do. I like sit there talking to people all day about their lives um, and how their conditions are affecting themselves. And I think particularly skin conditions people really underestimate the impact it can have on people both physically and mentally um and that's kind of what Uh, i love i kind of the whole trying to kind of help the whole person
0: it's interesting isn't it that this sort of cosmetic aspect of skin but it's much much more than that isn't it it's about who you are and how you feel about yourself um But thinking of you, Rakesh, and everything that we could be talking about in terms of ethnicity, in terms of faith, in terms of sexual orientation, there may be an assumption that the NHS, because it is made up of generally people from very diverse backgrounds, that it is very inclusive. I don't want you to relive sort of awful things that have happened to you, as in quite the opposite. I I would like you to share with us. Perhaps good things that have happened to you, things which made you feel as though, oh, I feel I belong, I feel included.
1: Yeah, so I can only really talk about my experiences of the NHS in London, because I've only ever worked in London. So I think it might be very different um, to across the country. Um, but I've had a as a a gay British Indian um Hindu. I've had a great experience. I I don't think I've faced a huge amount of issues or hurdles um, but I think it's a lot about the choices that I've made. Um, There have been studies looking at problems with harassment within the LGBT community um, and there was a study particularly from 2016 and a lot of people have faced issues even in London Um, but I wonder if it's the specialties you go into. I've chosen a specialty dermatology um, and it's uh, it's quite a diverse specialty. Um, it's quite female heavy and I wonder if that's the reason I've kind of found it quite uh, a good experience.
0: That's, um, that's interesting. Yeah. There's it? about the different parts of medicine that you might end up working in and I think The danger for all of us when we think about the different industries that we work in it's all about a blanket statement i mean medicine is not just one field of course um but in terms of dermatology and i'm looking at this through perhaps a race and ethnicity lens more than sexual orientation there are some problematic things which happen to to bame um and sorry, BAME is, I know, a problematic term, but thinking of perhaps black and minority ethnic people when it comes to doctors looking at their skin, looking at different aspects to who they are with regards regards to their ethnicity. What are your views on that, Rogesh?
1: Yeah, I think it is problematic. I think in the UK, dermatology training is generally focused on uh, skin conditions and it doesn't focus on skin of colour. And that's because there aren't the textbooks there, there um, isn't that information um, available and out there. I've been really lucky, I've uh, practiced in London and particularly East London where I've seen a huge diverse uh, range of skin, um, types of skin and skin conditions. But um, yeah, I think it is problematic. And only the other day, somebody said to me that um, people who are black require less local anesthetic because uh, they have a higher pain tolerance. And I think it's comments that, that, that are problematic because they're not founded on any real fact. And I, um, and I think it's because we haven't looked at um, skin of color in such uh, detail as we
0: have in um, white skin, particularly in this country. It's very problematic, isn't it? And all this, all the work that is, well not all, but a lot of work that's being done on particularly BAME communities, um, and I apologize again for the, for using the word BAME, is based on historical and inaccurate data. I, I would like to ask you, Rukesh, about role modeling. And thinking about who perhaps in the industry or beyond who act as your role models.
1: Yeah, that's a really interesting
0: question. Sorry to to disturb you. I'm I'm going to say beforehand one of my good friends, um, Dr. Ranch, who a lot of people will know, um, I know is a a role model for other people, but Rakesh, tell me about that.
1: I think. Yeah, Dr. Ranj, first of all, I think is an incredible guy. Um, I think it's really important, like I grew up and there weren't any visible role models. Nobody who looked like me, Um, being Indian, like I used to watch um, Indian films with my parents and there were gay characters on there, but they were always the comedy character that people used to make fun of. Um, But seeing people like Dr. Ranj openly gay, and actually the struggle he's had to fight in his family to come out, it's really, really inspiring. And it, it actually made me think about being more visible in my own community as well. Mm. Um, I want to set a I want to be a role model to other people, other um LGBT people, um, particularly LGBT people of colour. Um And only yesterday, actually, I was speaking to this amazing woman in the States um, who also does something very similar for immigrants because she moved to the States when she was nine years old, spoke no English and was told that she'd never be a doctor. But now is a dermatologist at Harvard. Um, And it was those kind of inspiring stories that kind of have inspired me to do the same thing, I think.
0: At Travis Smith, we talk a lot about allyship and what more that people in positions of power and privilege can do to support minority groups and also underrepresented groups. So Rakesh, I'd be really keen to hear about what you think allies can do to help progress inclusion or equality for LGBT people, for the BAME community. And of course, you can summarize that in 10 words because it's an easy ask. (laughs)
1: Yeah, um, I would say um, not to make assumptions about people. Um, like we all have very interesting, complicated backgrounds. Um, so yeah, don't make assumptions about where somebody's come from. Um,
0: that uh, would be what I'd say. I think pause and listen. That is good advice for anyone.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So on that note, thank you so much, Dr. Rakesh for taking part in this. Um, I really hope you enjoyed listening and take care.